Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For even creepier videos and stranger stories each week, remember to check out our Patreon page. The link is in the description below. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, May 2021 Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts. These are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for May 2021. Number 5. Tulsa Stalker Attempts to Kidnap Victim On April 2nd, 2021, a Good Friday, the office of the Tulsa PD received a distress call originating from 5000 South Toledo Avenue, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was about a man who had attempted to abduct a woman whom he had been stalking for quite some time. The suspect was identified as Justin Arthur Ray Davis. He and the victim were former co-workers and things got weird between the two after the man resigned from their workplace. For a month, he had been stalking the woman at her apartment Prior to the commotion, the Tulsa PD had received complaints from the unnamed victim. On more than a few occasions, Davis was seen sitting outside her home and even leaving candies and similar food items right on her doorstep. In the morning of April 2nd, the woman had left work. Her husband, knowing her stalker situation, decided to accompany her to her car parked outside on the street. It was at this point that they once again spotted Davis outside, sitting in his truck. The couple were terrified when the perpetrator exited his vehicle with a shotgun in his hands. As if that wasn't scary enough, he then approached the two, who were now scampering towards the safety of their apartment. 
Davis, at this point, was already running after them. He then aimed his weapon and shot through the closed door in front of him. The woman's husband was hit in the hand, and the two continued to retreat, but the shooter was already inside the building. Davis was able to catch up and grabbed his victim, whom he then dragged down the stairs. Meanwhile, the neighbors were awakened to the commotion. Some immediately called 911, while others were able to witness the enraged man choking and punching the woman. The husband came rushing back down the stairs in an attempt to save his wife, but the captor pointed the gun at him. He threatened to shoot him and the woman if she didn't get in the truck. For an unknown reason, Davis went on to fire two shots into the air before he got into the vehicle to make an escape. Authorities arrived in time to see the kidnapper fleeing from the scene. A pursuit between the authorities and the stalker ensued down Highway I-44. Davis then took a street exit, lost control of his truck, and wrecked it. He was immediately taken to the hospital for treatment. After that, he was arrested and booked into the Tulsa County Jail. He was detained without bond on charges of burglary, kidnapping, shooting with the intent to kill, and assault and battery. Around the same time of the pursuit, first responders were able to attend to the woman and her husband at the apartment complex, and both are now safe. Number 4. Torso Killer Pleads Guilty Richard Cunningham was your average type of guy, at least seemingly. He was married and with three young kids. He worked as a computer operator in a major insurance company in New Jersey. Everything seemed mundane on the surface with him, until it was discovered that this man had a terrible itch for abusing sex workers. As the years went by, he developed bizarre torture rituals. What started as a motive for pure sexual stimulation, his crimes of inflicting immeasurable pain soon escalated to actual murder. He claimed his first kill back in 1967 with the slaying of Nancy Vogel. The 29-year-old mother was strangled to death. Her body was found in her car near Ridgefield, New Jersey. In 1979, Dee Dee a high-priced prostitute, and her unnamed companion were murdered inside a hotel near Times Square. Their bodies were mutilated and then set on fire. A year later, police found yet another body of a young woman at an inn in New Jersey. This victim was riddled with bite marks, her legs beaten purple. She died of asphyxiation, ultimately. But five more women in and around the areas of New York and New Jersey suffered the same bitter fate at Cottingham's hands. Interestingly, it took some time for both New York and New Jersey police to figure him out as the main perpetrator of the serial killings. Had it not been for a woman named Leslie Ann O'Dell, the so-called New York Ripper may have never been caught. In 1980, Cottingham bought Odell's services and brought her to an inn in which he last killed and mutilated a victim just a few weeks prior. Her ordeal began as soon as she entered the room. She was handcuffed, beaten, 
and a knife was placed on her neck as her client continued to assault her. Her loud cries for help were heard by the motel staff, who then ran to her rescue and called for the police. Cunningham was finally apprehended. Found in his possession were torture materials like leather contraptions, collars, and knives. He was made to stand in a series of trials in New Jersey and New York between 1981 and 1984. After that, he was convicted and sentenced to nearly 300 years in prison, which he is currently serving at the state prison in Trenton. And yet another surprising turn of events, Cottingham confessed in April of 2021 to abducting, assaulting, and killing teenagers Lorraine Marie Kelly and Marianne Pryor in Montvale, New Jersey, back in 1974. With his confession, the 47-year-old case was finally given closure, and from nine, Cottingham's total number of victims was raised to 11. Number three, helicopters' fastest flight on Mars. Mankind's huge cosmic project to colonize Mars has reached yet another significant milestone. On July 30th, 2020, NASA launched Perseverance, which is a car-sized rover and part of NASA's Mars 2020 mission. Attached on Percy's underside was a small robotic solar helicopter named Ingenuity. Its purpose is quite simple, to demonstrate flight on Mars, given that there's a huge difference in atmospheric pressure and gravity on the red planet when compared to Earth. The Martian atmosphere is only about one one-hundredth as dense as that of our planet at surface level. Thus, it's much harder for any aircraft to generate lift in this new world. And while its lower gravity may somehow prove to be a little bit helpful, the rich presence of carbon dioxide in its atmosphere still make it difficult for aircrafts to stay afloat. In fact, ingenuity requires blade rotation speeds of up to 2400 RPM, five times of what's needed back on Earth. But all these hurdles were overcome when it finally demonstrated its flight on April 19, 2021. On this day, the extraterrestrial helicopter made its first takeoff. It rose about 3 meters, or almost 10 feet, and hovered in the air for around 30 seconds before returning to the surface. The grand spectacle was witnessed by humans all around the world through a live stream made by its mother rover, the Perseverance. After finally proving that powered control flight is possible on Mars, the hovercraft will once again embark on a series of new missions that will further test the limit of human technology. Number 2. 1985 Murder of Mildred Metheny It took almost 40 years, but justice was finally served for the murder of Mildred Metheny. The horror first began on April 27, 1985. The 78-year-old woman left her home she shared with her 75-year-old sister on Crestwood Boulevard in Lake Worth Beach, Florida. She was not supposed to go out by herself considering that she previously had been found wandering the neighborhood, clueless because of what people believed to have been dementia. Around 10 p.m., 
a passerby driving around 125th Avenue North in Jupiter, which is 30 miles north from the woman's home, noticed something. He saw Metheny lying naked and motionless on the dirt roadway, barely clinging to life. The unconscious woman was bleeding from her head, her clothes smeared with her own blood. She was rushed to the hospital but succumbed to her injuries 11 days later. Medical examinations determined that she died due to severe fractures incurred on her skull. A homicide investigation was then immediately conducted. Witnesses were questioned. Even the victim's family in Palm Beach was interrogated. However, no substantial information that could lead to an arrest was gathered. Ultimately, authorities were forced to put the gruesome case on the back burner. Its cold status remained for more than 35 years, but then came 2019. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office released a video which helped bring the case back into the public's consciousness. New developments emerged subsequently. For instance, a testimony from a witness indicated that in 1985, the woman was seen with a young man near Lucerne Avenue in Lake Worth. This person of interest reportedly told people that the woman was his neighbor and he was only giving her a ride back home. Following this lead, a detective at the cold case homicide unit at the police department submitted a DNA profile taken from Metheny's rape kit into the state's database and a match was made. In April of 2021, authorities announced that they had already found the person responsible for the rape and murder of the 78-year-old in Palm Beach, Florida. They confirmed the arrest of Richard Lang on charges of first-degree murder, kidnapping, and sexual assault. Now 61 years old, Lang is currently detained and awaiting trial. Number 1. Appalachian Trail Killer Goes to Psych Ward The Appalachian Trail runs about 2,200 miles. The distance extends between Springer Mountain in Georgia and Mount Kadadine in Maine. There are about 2 to 3 million people who hike and camp along the trail's path that extends through 14 states each and every year. And while that's a healthy start for many, in the trail's 45-year-long history, there have been at least 10 people who were killed along the way. Although relatively safe, the trail's hiking community are now distraught over the news that one of those deemed responsible of the killing is about to evade justice. In May of 2019, an Army veteran named Ronald Sanchez Jr. decided to pack up his gear in an attempt to hike the entirety of the Appalachian Trail. He was already on his way when he set up camp in the George Washington and Jefferson National Forest in West Virginia. The 43-year-old met and befriended three other hikers from whom he heard the rumors about a man to look out for, and his name was James L. Jordan who was particularly known to adventure seekers because of his erratic and aggressive behavior. In an ill twist of fate, the aforementioned man set up a campsite near Sanchez and his company. For unknown reasons, Jordan began acting disturbed and unstable, and the four decided to pack up and leave, 
but things escalated from there. As two of the campers tried to leave, the New England natives suddenly went berserk and confronted them with a machete. They got scared and ran away from them. They immediately called the police from White County just as soon as they were able to gain a safe distance. Meanwhile, Jordan returned to the campsite and there found Sanchez and a woman from Canada still lingering in the area. In an interview with the FBI, the female hiker said that she saw the attacker stab Sanchez. The latter fell to the ground, and this scared her, prompting her to run away. The man, who was known by his hiker name Sovereign, continued to pursue Sanchez's companion until she was exhausted. Out of breath, she put up her arms as if to surrender. Jordan rushed towards her and started stabbing her in different parts of her body. In the heat of the moment, she thought of the idea of playing dead. Fortunately for her, the attacker bought the ruse and left to find his missing dog. As soon as he was gone, the unnamed woman ran down onto the Smith County Trail, where a couple of hikers helped her walk for the rest of the distance until they were able to call 911. Three hours after the incident, the county sheriff's deputies arrived at the campsite and found Jordan with blood all over him. Sanchez, on the other hand, was lying lifeless on the ground. Jordan was arrested and charged with murder. In July of 2019, his lawyers argued that he was incompetent to stand trial. A year later, the court found him competent, and so they pushed the proceedings. All the while, he was led to be examined by mental health experts from the University of Virginia. In April of 2021, the result of the psych evaluation came in. Doctors found the accused suffering from schizoaffective disorder and acute psychotic symptoms. It was concluded that he was unable to appreciate the wrongfulness of his acts, the court records indicated. In effect, the federal prosecutors and federal public defender reached an agreement prompting the 32-year-old to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. The U.S. District Court judge in Virginia said that the Appalachian Trail killer would get treatment at a psychiatric institution. The court's decision devastated everyone who was involved, especially Sanchez's family and the surviving victim. The Trail's community shared the same negative sentiments towards the controversial verdict. They are now calling for hikers to always be vigilant as they traverse the famous but perilous Appalachian Trail. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month from May 2021. Every day we encounter strange and baffling stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's so many more to uncover. If you guys enjoyed this video, then subscribe and check out our Patreon page where every week we have another crazy video for you guys to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.